Genesis chapter 3, we're going to verse 10 now. Amen. Let me hurry up so we can get out of here. Uh, we've already spoken about, we, we dealt with verses 1 to verse 9. The serpent has deceived Eve. Eve then deceives her husband. Amen. And here we are, we're in trouble. Tell your neighbor there's trouble in paradise. Amen. Tell your neighbor there's trouble in paradise. Amen. And so now we move into verse 10 and the scene has changed. Amen. Tell your neighbor the scene has changed. Amen. One chapter, verse 10. Let's look at it. And he said, I heard, because God asked Adam, where are you? Verse 10, he says, he said, I heard the sound of you. I wonder what the sound of God is like. I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid myself. And he said, who told you? Who introduced you to that? Who, who took your innocence? Come on, somebody. Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I command you not to eat? The man said, to the, the, man said the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me. Let me back that up. The man said, the woman whom you gave me, gave to be with me, she gave me from the tree and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, blind spots. Tell your neighbor, pastor going to talk about. I didn't see it coming. Turn to your other neighbor and say, neighbor, I didn't see it coming. Blind spots. Deception started in the garden. God created a perfect environment for man and woman to coexist. Amen. God created a perfect situation. Perfect situation. Man enjoyed his wife. He enjoyed the creature comforts. Amen. Uh, there's so many of us today, we're not enjoying this life. Come on. When we were planning for the wedding, it seemed perfect. Come on, somebody. You had in your mind a picture of what you wanted to be. And it's crazy because the way it's turning out now, that picture may have been forgotten. Deception can cause many of us, amen, to lose sight that things can get better. 
Do I have anybody? But also deception can come in many forms. Many of us, the truth be told, we've been blindsided by people. Do I have anybody? The truth is, we've all been deceived at some point or another in this journey. And especially in relationships. We told, we made promises to people that we couldn't even keep. We were after something in the relationship. And as a result of that, amen, we, some of us didn't deliver. Come on, somebody. You told your wife we would do better. And we haven't done better yet. You told your husband, amen, that you were going to be a better woman. And you haven't done that yet. Do I have anybody? Either we were the deceiver or we were deceived. And all through the garden in this perfect environment, amen, we find that deception breeds deception. Misery loves company. Amen. Misery loves company and oftentimes we're trying to do better, but it just seems like it's so hard to make some of the smallest changes in our relationships. Do I have anybody? Deception, I'm going to say it one more time, it started in the garden. And it has continued until today. But I want you to tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor something. Say, neighbor, I didn't see that coming. Just like that, with that accent, with that phrase, with that, in that context. I didn't see that coming. Some of us didn't see the warning signs. Some of us saw the warning signs, but we proceeded anyway. The majority of us didn't see it coming. In marriage, sometimes you think everything is good only to come home to divorce papers. Come on, somebody. You're going around thinking everything is fine, amen, and your wife is giving you a different story about what she thinks you are. Come on, somebody. And how you treat her. Do I have anybody? We can deceive ourselves into thinking that everything is okay, but I want to tell somebody here today, unless you address the issues in your relationships, it will never get better. Unless you learn to listen, unless you learn, amen, to, to talk to each other, not yell at each other. Come on, talk to me real quick. I'm talking right quick. And, and, and watch this. And some of you think you got it down pat. You think you, you think you the eight, you think you Dr. Feel in relationships. But guess what? Your stuff is jacked up. Tell your neighbor, I didn't see that coming. And here's the one thing about Satan. He'll get you close to the truth, but he won't move you straight in. He won't let you go past go. 
Amen. He'll introduce you and he'll leave you alone for a little while. And then all of a sudden, if you don't continue your development, you will find yourself right back where you started. Anybody here this morning, you keep repeating the same cycle over and over. Just when you thought it was good, it went back bad. Am I talking to anybody? Yeah, you ever do that? You, you, you thought everything was good, but then all of a sudden you go right back. I thought we were good. Tell your neighbor that's deception. Amen. I told you last week. Amen. You moved in together. Amen. Uh huh. Some of you, some of you, some of us don't understand. That when you don't do it God's way, you're trying to save money, you're putting a curse on your marriage. Moving in is not in God's mandate. Amen. Tell your neighbor it's not in God's mandate. Tell you it's not part of God's plan. And tell your neighbor, pastor's not saying that, God is saying that. Amen. You didn't see it coming. You moved in and then you see, listen, you didn't see bad credit. Mm-hmm. You didn't see dreams destroyed. You didn't see destiny delayed. You didn't see four babies. <clears throat> you, you, you didn't see working odd jobs just to try to make it. Come on, somebody. You, you didn't see that you had to put your degree on hold so you can take care of somebody. You didn't see all of this stuff because you were being led by your desires. You see, Satan is deceptive, y'all. Amen. The enemy will always operate from your blind spot. Amen. Listen, listen to this, listen to this. Today, we don't want to do it God's way. We don't want to wait. Amen. To get the whole picture, we want to rush into things. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves, watch this, with a whole lot of delays in our lives. Let me say this, delay doesn't mean denial. It just means that you gave in to your desire and your desire has gotten you where you are right now. Do I have anybody? You see, I told you last week, there's some dangers that you don't see coming with blind spots. And the first danger I told you last week is that you will lose your innocence. Amen. The Bible says both their eyes were open and they saw each other rather than adore each other. They saw each other. Come on, somebody. Rather than appreciate each other, they saw each other's flaws. Come on, somebody. Somebody got a spouse that all they see is your. Come on, somebody. See, when the innocence is gone. Amen. All you see is flaws. I told you the next danger is the danger of moving in together. Don't you test drive the car before you buy the car. As a matter of fact, take the car back. There's an APB out on you. Because, watch this, because moving in together, watch this, it does not put you, watch this, in covenant with God. See, if you want your marriage to be blessed, now listen, there's nothing wrong with planning for the future. But the moment you cross the line and you move into that moving in stage, guess what's going to happen? You're going to become comfortable. 
And you've already given away, watch this, your innocence. So don't tell me we just living together, Pastor. You know, he, he sleep on the couch. That's a lie. He ain't sleeping on no couch. Amen. Y'all playing house. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And then watch this. You're planning, but your plans never come to pass because you're not doing it God's way. Tell your neighbor that's deception. And some of us are strong-willed because we want something so bad. My thing, if you want it so bad, why can't you wait for it? Come on. I'm talking to these young ladies now who think you, don't, you, you, you can't do it by yourself. Come on, somebody. That, 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 that you need a man to be around you all the time. A- Amen. I'm, I'm talking to myself. Amen. Y'all don't want to talk today. Amen. I, I, I told you that after you moved in, Amen. You, 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 you don't want to hide, you don't want to get back in God's presence. So the danger then is hiding from God's presence. It's hard to come to church when you're living in sin. Come on, say amen, y'all. Come on, say amen, y'all. It's hard to come in God's presence. And watch this. And you can't look the, and if you do come, you can't look the pastor in the eye. And then not only that, not only can you look the pastor in the eye, but guess what? You, watch this, you're going to sit in the back. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And, and, and you're going to avoid eye contact at all costs because you've been hiding from the presence of God. Do you not know that the presence of God can change you? Come on, somebody. Do you not know that the presence of God, amen, can transform your life? Told you not only... Must you, the danger of hiding from God's presence. But last week I told you the danger of breaking fellowship with God. Watch this. Don't get confused. The devil will get you to believe, oh, I got a relationship with God. But let me ask you a question. How much fellowship do you have with God? Now watch this. What does fellowship mean? It means you come into his presence. Come on, somebody. You can worship him. You can sit in his presence. You can receive a word from him. Watch this. And he can touch your heart and begin to change you. Adam and Eve enjoyed not only a relationship with God, but they enjoyed a fellowship with God. And watch this. But when sin was introduced... Watch this now. Watch this. When sin was introduced, guess what happened? The relationship changed. And so we find ourselves, amen. I believe that it is the devil's intention to destroy the institution of marriage. I believe that. And I want to say this. He mocks God when you lose your innocence. When you move in together, when you hide from his presence, and when you break fellowship. I believe that that's what Satan is after. If a man or woman can cause you to leave God's presence, you're in trouble. So now the scene changes. We get to verse 10. And now God had called to Adam in verse 9. And now in verse 10, the text says, and, and, I, and he said, he says in verse 9, he said, Then the Lord God called to the man and said, Where are you? And he said, I heard the what? The sound. Now that word sound is a voice, is God's voice. 
In other words, he's not just saying God was rumbling around. He, it was God's voice. God called to Adam. He heard God's voice. Look what he says. He says, I heard the sound of you in the garden. And what happened? I was afraid. Come on, help me somebody. I, I, I was afraid because I was what? Naked. And what did I do? My, 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 my. See, one of the things the devil don't tell, tell you is what happens after. So here's my little point. Principle. First principle. Here's my first principle. Come on, touch your neighbor and say amen. You woke up the next morning, you're like, dag. It was good last night, but it feel bad today. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. I know we got kids in here. I got to be cool today. But listen, come on, say amen, will you? Tell your neighbor, I didn't, I didn't know it was going to feel that bad. I, I didn't know it was going to feel that bad. Watch this. Watch this. To leave God's presence. To break the relationship. To change the relationship. Watch this. I wasn't thinking about the consequences before I stepped out. Come on, somebody. It feels good while we're tempted, but always think about what? The consequence. I try to tell my kids this all the time. You talking now about what you think you know, but if you only know the consequences, watch this. When you give away your heart, when you give away your life, Come on, somebody, to somebody who don't know how to handle you, then you're in trouble. And they have you deceived into thinking that what we're doing is what? Right. And then when you hear the voice of God, you scared because you running. Some of y'all understand why you don't come to church, because you're really running from God. It's not that you don't want to come. It's that the presence of God scares you. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Listen, they were not thinking about the consequence. They were thinking about your, their desires. Tell you, neighbor, you got to know how to control your desires. You got to know how to control your what? Your desires. Oftentimes, we may not know the danger, but we give in to our what? desires you see we got to be careful can you imagine the next morning when they used to have devotion with God now they're running from God can I ask you something why do you run from God so much why can't you come into his presence what listen listen what intimidates you about his presence the Bible says, yes, that's right. And watch this. And people get mad at the messenger when it's really God speaking to you saying, man, you got to get your stuff together, man. Listen, the one thing about God, watch this. They enjoyed worship. They enjoyed that fellowship with God. That's why Adam was acclimated to God's voice. The sound of God, watch this, was his voice. But the word hid means to be hardened. 
That's the Hebrew word. In other words, now he's hardened to the things of God. And to the what? To the voice of God. He's scared now. So what did he do? He hides himself. Sisters, I want to tell you something. Uh Uh-huh. There are some brothers that will get you in a whole bunch of mess and then hide when the the stuff hit the fan. Do I have somebody? And and we got some women who do the same thing, but I'm just saying. You got to be careful of those brothers who want to Let me go on. Uh, The text says in verse 11, boy, it almost slipped out of my mouth. I promise you it almost, it was right, it was right there. Hit it and quit it. Verse 11, I'd say, look what he said, verse 11, look what he said. And he said, (laughs) how long you been single? Amen. And don't tell no man you've been single a long time, okay? Because he's going to really, really try hard. And he will, he will become anything you want him to become. Let me just talk for a bit. He, he's going to become anything you want, anything you, if you want him to be uh, uh, LeBron James, he, shoot, he'll go out and buy a whole outfit. He'll look the part, can't shoot nothing. Shooting blanks. Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Amen. Deception is the game, y'all, in dating. That's all it really is. You got to get down to the heart. And if a man does not want to come into the presence of God, baby, you got problems. If a woman doesn't want to come in the presence of God, man, you got problems. You need a woman who can who can come into God's presence, watch this, worship God and bring you with her. Amen? Look what he says. Verse, verse 11, he said, who told you, now watch God now, accountability. Who told you you were naked? Now watch God now, watch God now. God, God already knew. The one thing you got to know about God, he's all-knowing. And, and this is how I do my kids all the time. I know what they did. Come on, somebody. Listen, you got to get in the text with me, right? I know what they did. I just want to see will they tell the truth. You can't build your relationship on a lie, y'all. And oftentimes we want a person to be something so bad. Come on, somebody. That we start lying to ourselves about them. Oh, they're going to be. No, boo. Mm Mm-mm. Nah, he ain't going to be like that. Mm-mm, no, no, you saw that on TV. No, mm-mm. Come on, watch this. He said, who told you you were what? Naked. Have you eaten from the tree which I command you not to eat? So the second thing is, you didn't know the goal was to get you to what? Look at everything you've done in your relationships. Come on, watch this now. The goal is always to get you to what? Disobey God and tell your neighbor at some point you're going to have to be accountable to God. See, some of us don't, didn't come to God till later on in life because we were living our lives. But by the time we got to God, we were run down, broken down, 
bruised, battered, and a whole lot of other stuff had happened to us because we didn't give in to what God was trying to help us with in our lives. Amen. But the goal, listen, 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 listen. Adam, God says, who's your teacher? That's what he said. Look what he says. He says, and he said, who told you? Who introduced you to that? Come on, somebody. Who took your innocence? Come on, somebody. Who who lied to you? Now, I know what you did, but watch this. I know what you did, but God said what? Who? So that tells me, watch this, that now Adam was being taught by the wrong person. God knew that there was somebody behind this mess. Come on, I see some of you living living real good. And then all of a sudden you start going backwards. And my question is, as Paul asked the Galatian church, amen, he said, who hindered you? Who stopped you from living right? Who caused you? Sisters, brothers, single people, I want to tell you something. You got to be careful. The goal every time of Satan is to cause you to what? To disobey God. You, do you know, not know that's a slap in the face to God when you decide to move in? Mm-hmm. When you decide that you're going to go your own way? When you decide that you're going to do life on your own terms? Come on, somebody. Listen, all of a sudden, you find yourself compromised. Watch this. And you give in to Satan's goal. And Satan's goal is to get you to what? Disobey God and then think, oh, I didn't do anything. You know how we had amnesia, right? You know how we act like we didn't do wrong, right? Look at verse 12. I'm finna, come, I'm finna, go, I'm finna go sit down. Look at verse 12. My time is up. Verse 12. Verse 12 says, and the man said to the woman, I'm sorry, where am I? Okay. Hold on a minute. I jumped ahead. I, I just wanted to do that p- first part. And he said, who told you you were naked? Watch this. And verse 11. I'm, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. Right? Uh, the woman said what? I'm sorry. Verse 11. The bottom part. He said, have you eaten from the tree I command you? Verse 12. I'm sorry. The woman said, the man said, what did he say, y'all? Low down. <laughs> Look what he He's just low down, ain't he? Ladies, turn. Ladies, just say, just like a man. Just. Come on, ladies. Just like a man. Come on, I can't hear y'all. Just say it, ladies. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Just like a man. Just like a man. Just like a man. Look at this. The man said to the woman, said, the woman, watch this now, whom you what? Whom you gave to be with me. I've always tripped over that. I've always tripped. I'm like, dang, why are you, now you blaming God. Hold on, God, you, hold on. But I prayed for her. I prayed for her. And she's a fire, firecracker. Come on, somebody. The real issue is you trying to control her. Uh-oh. 
The real issue is you didn't really check out the product. You were looking at the outside. You weren't looking at the inside. Amen. He said, he said, the woman you gave to be with me, she gave me from the tree and I ate. The third thing is you didn't know that you would blame God and others. In other words, you didn't know, you didn't see it coming. And some of us have blamed God for our failed marriages, for our failed relationships. Some of us are blaming God right now for what we're in now. God, you told me, you know, people come to me and say, God told me. I'm real careful with that. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Adam was not willing to take responsibility for his actions. And even though it was Eve that was deceived, God called Adam first. Brothers, this is a lesson we got to learn here. God's not, not, God's not going to hold your wife accountable. He's going to hold you accountable first. But see, we move from accountability to blame. We will never say I'm wrong. Amen. I did it. The first thing people do in relationship is blame each other. He did it. <laughs> she did it. The dog did it. You know what I mean? The cat did it. Somebody did it. But I know it wasn't me. 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 Tell you, I know it wasn't me. The blame game has been, watch this, been on ever since. It's, see, this is what sin looks like. This is what a sinful relationship without God looks like. It looks like it's always not me. Come on, help me somebody. It's always not me. We've been praying and praying and praying. Ain't nothing happening. God ain't hearing our prayer. See, because you're not seeing it from where God is seeing it. Do I have anybody? Whenever a man will not own up to his problems, you have a greater problem. Amen. What was he trying to do? He was trying, watch this. This, did, this, this went on for, for the whole Bible. And it's going on now. Amen. Watch, watch verse 13 and I'm done. And the Lord said to the woman, I said, okay, well, you blame the woman? Well, let's see what the woman going to say. <laughs> The Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? And the woman said, what did the woman say, y'all? The, the serpent what? So watch this. You didn't know that you would blame God and others. But here's what you didn't know. Here's what you didn't see coming. You ready? Give me the last one. Give me the last one. We back there or what? You didn't see what? You didn't know what? You didn't know that you, and some, have you been deceived by the devil? Let me see. All right. See, I'm, I know I'm hitting hard here today. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You didn't see it coming. You allowed your emotions. Some of us are trying to now build our marriages. Right? But, but look at how we started. Look at how we started. Now watch this. If you do it God's way. If you, if you do it, tell you, David, if you do it God's way. You know, pay attention to the blame game. Pay attention. Oh, 
Yeah, no, you, you did that. And it's a back and forth situation. It's a going back and forth all the time. Back and forth all the time. How many got the back and forth all the time? I didn't do it all the time. Yeah, uh-huh, I see you here. Amen. At some point, we got to take ownership for what? Our own attitudes. But, but in relationships, amen, you got to remember that the devil is after the institution of what? Marriage. And so single people, let me help you with something. He wants you to stay out of covenant. And for married people, he wants you to think it's a death sentence. Hello, somebody. Or a prison sentence. But the Bible says he who finds a wife, come on, somebody, finds a good thing. And he obtains favor from the Lord. So I leave you here by saying, don't you be be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he reap. I didn't see it coming. And I fell for the okie doke. Come on, somebody. But tell your neighbor, it's a new day now. My eyes are wide open. I can see the forest from the trees. Come on, somebody. It may look bad right now in my relationship, in my marriage, but tell your neighbor, we can turn this thing around. Yeah, yeah, we can turn this thing around because God is able to do exceedingly. Come on, somebody. Abundantly. Above all that you can ask or think. But if you want to fix the problem, you got to go back to the beginning. And you got to repent of all the deceptions and all of the lies and all of the blame games that we've been playing in our marriage and say, God, would you cancel these curses out of our marriage so that we can live a life that's pleasing unto you? The Bible says that a married person ought to care for the things of this world, how they should please their spouse. And those of you, I'm getting ready for that next year, next month. Watch that. Those of you who are single that you ought to be thinking about the things of God and how you ought to please him. Listen to this. When that relationship is destroyed by your decisions and deception, you will always think that you were right. You didn't see the devil. He was not going to show up as himself. So what did he do? He disguised himself as the smoothest animal in the animal kingdom. And he deceived you. This week, the U.S. stock market plunged, wiping out gains for the whole year. Watch this, in both the S&P 500 and the Dow. You see, people put more trust in the S&P. Come on, somebody. And the Dow only to be disappointed In one day, you can lose it all. In your relationship, you can lose it all. But if you obey God, come on somebody, do it the way that he wants you to do it. Tell your neighbor, it's hard, but I'm going to do it. Amen. The serpent from a distance, watch this, you will see the serpent from a distance. Watch this. But God will always give you some mirrors for your blind spots. He will always show you something 
from your blind spot and you will not be disappointed. Amen? Come on, give God a hand clap of praise.